0: Joke. Yeah! It's time to play the music, it's time to light the light, it's time to make the Muffet on the Muffet Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup, it's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain on of the show tonight. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show. Now let's get things started. Why don't you get things started? It's time to get things started on the most good. sensational, inspirational, celebrational holiday.
1: Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's time to start the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to put on makeup if you're Jen, because it's the Main Street Logical Podcast yeah. tonight. Bye. Happy week. Happy uh, (laughs) Thursday to you, Jim. Well, it's Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. The days all run together sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they really do. (laughs) I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Like, what am I doing? Exactly.
1: Exactly. I think you're going in and raising my commission by 10%. I I believe that's what you were doing. I don't want to stop you.
0: You know what? Oh, oh, I got distracted. Are you sure that's
1: right? Yeah, that's probably what you were doing. Well, we can get to that. Oh, okay. we get to that. Okay. So if you've heard the theme song, of course, in the top of the show, we are talking Muppets tonight. Um no, not we Muppets are. Tonight, not the show, but overall Muppets this evening, this afternoon, whenever we're recording. We'll talk about a little bit about the Muppets. That's coming up very, very soon. But Jen, how did you Disney this week?
0: Oh, uh, I, today I, today I am Disney specifically by wearing my Bibbity Bobbity boo t-shirt. I haven't worn it in forever. I found of it in my closet. Awesome. So, and I love it. And this was like, I think I bought this when the live action Cinderella came out. Mm-hmm. And 2015. I,
1: don't
0: know, like, I 20, like I found this in my closet. I was like, I haven't worn this in forever. So. My favorite of the
1: live action movies is, is the Cinderella with Lily James. I think it's mm-hmm. – and I love Kate Blanchett as the Wicked Stepmother. She is great. This, I thought it was
0: great casting. Great it's casting Cinderella. overall.
1: And Lily James is – she's to me, she's an actress that isn't like – she's not like a Margot Robbie, gorgeous, flawless, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But she's, she's beautiful enough to be approachable, which to me is a big deal. Like I feel like I could talk mm-hmm. to her at a party, whereas Margot Robbie, I'd be like – I can't talk to you. I just, you know, she's intimidating. And so <laughs> Lily James is great. Though. I love Lily James. I love that whole movie. Good movie. So for me, and going along, and this actually wasn't even planned, but going along with today's theme, I've got all the Muppet Legos. It's hard to see here. Uh, there are 12. <laughs> there are 12 in the series. Muppet minifigures. And they announced it about a month ago. And they hit the stores. Yeah. And I've had two iterations of this. My first one, I bought six packs from um from walmart i was excited they're like five dollars a piece so i kind of pulled my money together and i went about six mm-hmm. packs I was excited i got home opened them up i was like yeah miss piggy opened up the second one i was like okay another miss piggy good for trading third one i got I was, a, was dr benson yeah. honeydew i'm like i got benson honeydew this is great yeah. then I opened up a miss piggy and then a miss piggy and then a miss piggy. i had five miss piggies and a benson honeydew and i was just like Bunsen, just staring. Bunsen, Bunsen, yeah. Bunsen. Bunsen. What am Bunsen, I saying? Bunsen, Bunsen, how do you do? And I'm just staring at the wall and I'm like, I don't even know what to do here. And I was so angry and confused and frustrated. And you, I'm like, and you sent us a picture. Yeah. I,
0: sent in a chat I was like, like, this is like
1: 30 bucks. I just spent on Legos and I've got five of the same thing. What the heck? And so I was able to make some trades. Uh, I do have Ralph. And Beaker uh, coming in the mail, which is exciting. I have the other okay. 10 I was able to coordinate, and I, I bought a few more packs. Um, And they're really, really well done. Like, you, I don't know if you can see it here, but, like, Animal has a drum set, an actual oh. drum set that goes with it. Uh, Fozzie Bear has a has a microphone stand and a banana he's oh. holding. And it's just – it's – it's such a cool, a cool little set. Uh, they have, they've had, I think, at least two minifigure sets of Disney characters, and I've got like spattering of those. Mm-hmm. I've got three Ursulas and four Minnie Mouse's, so you can tell my luck on picking blind packs. Uh, but um, <laughs> so they're all lined up on my shelf back here behind me, which I'm really excited. I'm gonna have the entire Muppet series, which is great, and so me spending the money on Legos uh, to putting put, to put on shelves that people will never see, stuff that people don't care about. Uh, It's great. It's exciting. It's expenditures that I don't need to do. But that's how I Disney this week. (laughs) So we both Disney this morning (laughs) because – and we're not doing a proper news segment as usual. But Disney – so we have this thing where Disney likes to listen to our podcast. They know we're recording, and then they release information after we record our podcast, Mm -hmm. knowing we can't come back and change things. Right. However, they must have got their times confused. I actually, I emailed I emailed Josh and Bob, and I was like, hey oh, guys, okay. yesterday, yesterday, I was like, hey guys, we're podcasting today on Tuesday at 2 o'clock, and so apparently they looked at it, and they are like, oh, let's release some information on Wednesday. Ha, Bob, fooled you! So, Jen... What was the bombshells? Not ah, bombshells. What was the big announcements probably that came? Two shell. big things that came out at the same Two time. Two big things. What happened? Two big things. What's going on? They
0: came out at the same time today. So the first, let's start with the one that might not be as popular. Okay. Um, so the first thing that's probably not quite as popular would be that the Genie Plus service is no longer going to be available for pre-purchase as okay. of June 8th. So if you book through a plus of or, you know, Booked out a package on your own you've had the option to your package or to a ticket mm-hmm. to add on the genie plus service which just sort of takes the guesswork out right, right. like okay. it's already on there nice and convenient and that means that the only thing you have to do is hey i'm waking up a little bit early so that at 7 a.m i can make my first genie plus selection right right, right. Okay. if you're doing the genie plus now remember there is a complimentary genie service that kind of that section, which we had we don't talk a lot about because right. it doesn't involve the lightning lane. Light, right. right. Okay. So today they announced that as of June 8th, that will no longer be available for pre-purchase as an okay. add-on. So okay. that is a pretty bold move, right? Like that is something. And listen, we've all heard the complaints. We've talked about them a little bit on the, you know, on the mm-hmm. podcast before. There were a lot of things with Genie Plus that haven't worked as well as perhaps was anticipated okay. D- Disney Plus and Genie La- Genie Land Genie Plus in Disneyland let me say that again mm-hmm. right. um, worked, works beautifully it's like amazing in yes. Disneyland
1: yeah I experienced that it's last amazing week and Disney it's Disneyland, Right. it's, so it's just like
0: it's so good. good I mean and this is across the board everybody is saying that right. Um, dis- Disney World it hasn't worked as well, right? Okay, mm-hmm. lots of complaints, people not getting as much as they thought. All right, like, it's true. Like, listen, we we love the idea of it. The execution, I don't think was what anybody thought it would be. Right. So this is a pretty bold move. Um, And even like what they've said is like, they need the ability to be able to pull it back, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I think that this is, although maybe not a popular step right now, I'm hoping is a step toward some improvements on it because you know this means you can purchase it in app only the day of okay so you get there you have everything else set you know a plan of attack because your store agent will give you a plan of attack right. hey this is what we recommend for your genie plus service okay <laughs> this is how course. we recommend you do this um if there are issues i mean we can't fix them we will give you like hey here's where you go if you have issues you know the day of, but mm-hmm. what that what that means is people are going to be purchasing their Genie Plus service the day of. You can start at midnight, I believe, Eastern time. So if you are going on June eighth, we're going to use that <laughs> then right. at midnight June eighth, mm-hmm. like like you, before you go to bed, like the night of June seventh into June eighth, you can purchase that, or you can just wake up a little bit early, wake right. up at six, right? Okay, to purchase that. Okay, Okay. so that's what that means. It just you have to do that every day that you want to utilize the service. If you don't want to use it one day, because like, hey, I'm going to sleep in and I'm just going to go to Epcot and walk around and try out the booths, then great. You don't have to purchase it that day. You know, like, so.
1: I see one con to this. But I see multiple pros to this. And the con to this simply Mm -hmm. is the convenience factor because people like the dining plan when and if it comes back. People like adding it on ahead of time so they don't have to worry about purchasing the next morning. There are families that don't like the rope drop. And so they don't get up until 7 or 7.30. And now now they're going to be forced to get up. They have to if they want that. The mm-hmm. pro is I feel like and, – and, and maybe you, as you touched on this, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to lessen the amount of people that purchase Genie Plus because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people purchase it ahead of time not knowing if they're going to use it, using it the first mm-hmm. day and not even using it the rest of the time because they don't they think mm-hmm. it is too much. Using it – we as travel agents will arm you as our clients, as our guests with all the information you need to do it on that first day. After mm-hmm. the first day, if you realize, you know what? For our family, this didn't really work very well today. You don't have to use it the rest of the week. And I it. think it is gonna cull those people that don't use it during the week, that don't need it, that happen to have it, or that only are only using it because they have it, but otherwise wouldn't use it. Um mm-hmm. and there's something to be said for like Animal Kingdom. Maybe you don't need it really a lot of times. Right. Or maybe you wanna pay you know? for
0: an individual exactly. Lane. You're
1: exactly. like, Okay,
0: I wanna pay for flight of right. passage, but the rest of it I'll just wait in the line.
1: Right, right, right. And so for me, for myself, if you know, if, if maybe a small group of us were going, we're all paying for our own, I might spend twelve dollars on Pandora, and I might be willing to pay fifteen bucks for Genie Plus that day to do Kilimanjaro safaris, make sure I have that. Mm-hmm. Maybe do Everest or whatever. If you've got a family of five, you may not want to pay sixty bucks, whatever, uh, you know, seventy-five dollars to just guarantee that you get the right Kilimanjaro safari, especially if you're going right. to rope drop. And you can still purchase you know, those attractions like Pandora without genie plus. And so, you know, if you want to put your money towards Pandora and not worry about genie plus, I think it's a good thing. I I actually am in favor of this move. Um, just been thinking about it now for 30 minutes since I heard it. So I'm sure there's more to it than, than I'm not thinking about thinking about it for a little
0: over an hour, but yeah, exactly. exactly. That's how I make most of
1: my decisions. Really. Um, but I think that, (laughs) I think it's a good thing. I I do. I'm, I think this is going to, I'm interested to see how this is going to work. Um, exactly. I mean,
0: I, and, again, my whole thought is it's not going to be anything that is yeah, – well, Like we have to try something. Right. Because in Disney World, it hasn't been it's working. A, it's a we cluster muffin, have as we like to say. We have to do something. Mm-hmm.
1: So now we have Genie Plus making changes, which I'm excited about. Um, what was our next thing that kind of came out – not really out of nowhere, we were expecting the news, but now we have news on it.
0: Um, Yeah, so we've been expecting to hear something about 2023 packages Mm -hmm. for a while. And now last year was an anomaly, Mm -hmm. but traditionally mid-July is when we've always seen packages for Disney release. So we were like, Mm -hmm. and we hear "Mm, five days to a week ahead of time normally, like, hey, this is when they're going on sale, blah, 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 blah. Well, with the Genie Plus announcement today, we also got word that June 8th, is Mm -hmm. going to be the package uh a little earlier than usual a little bit earlier probably a solid week earlier than usual um slightly complicating for upon a star agent because we are going to be in florida many of us um so don't worry we've got your back Um, at that yeah at that point um it was it's 499 days out um from when the packages release So mm-hmm. usually that's till like end of August. Um, Actually, I did the math. We'll be
1: able to book packages through October 20th, 2023.
0: Oh, October. Okay. And I if anybody,
1: I, well, I had said August previously, but it is October. Anybody wants to know what that means? Basically it's an industry rule that you mm-hmm. can't book hotels more than 499 days out. So, right. whereas some packages, like if you were booking, say, from Jan- date of checkout, from, date, che- from exactly.
0: date of checkout,
1: exactly. Now, like for this year, if you were booking, say, checking in on December 30th, 2022, and you were checking out on January the 7th, they would let you book that because going into January, even though 2023 is not officially out. We can't do that past four ninety nine. So on June the 9th, we can book through October 21st. On June the 10th, we can book through October 22nd, all the way up until usually around early August is when we're able to book for the entire year. Um, so if you're worried about Christmas packages and you're like, I got to have my Christmas package immediately, you're probably not going to be able to book anything till early August uh, for, for December 31st. And for that, for that October 20th date I just mentioned, you have to have checked out. You can't book anything package otherwise past that date and it just kind of adds up one day, day by day until August when the whole year becomes available. So don't people out there don't stress out that things are going to disappear immediately. Yeah,
0: it's, it's okay. Dis- yeah, no. it's fine. And mm-hmm. but I mean, it's great because we yeah. love to be able to get you on the yep. book so you can start planning. Absolutely, we can start looking. Absolutely, so absolutely. We are going to be setting some things up ahead of time. I'm sure you're going to be hearing from your apostle agents saying, hey, what are you guys looking for so that we can be organized and get you quotes within like that first week or so. Um, and, you know, if you're yep. planning to travel in January, probably getting that to you a little bit sooner. It'll mm-hmm. just take us some time to get them out. But, um, it's you know, the whole year opens up. Basically. Right. So, right. yeah,
1: it's going to be yeah, great. It's
0: exciting stuff. It's going to be fun.
1: And finally, some news that was released, I guess, in the last couple of days. Jen, Guardians of the Galaxy. We knew there'd be a virtual queue, and we we probably knew there'd be individual Lightning Lane, but now they kind of have some specific. We speculated, suspected, speculated. We suspected. So now we have some details, Jen. What are our details? Three ways you can ride Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Three ways. Three ways. Three ways. Okay. So the three uh the first way of course is the virtual cube which mm-hmm. um was introduced with rise of the resistance was the first yes. one that used yep. virtual queue i believe so yep. um so basically that's like a lottery you pick it up and yep. it's 7 a.m is your first opportunity which you can do from uh, you have to have a park pass reservation for FCOP, obviously for guardians mm-hmm. so at 7 a.m from your resort hotel or wherever you happen to be try to get that virtual queue
1: correct okay.
0: The second time you can do that is 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is you must be. Oh, sorry, yeah, one you p.m. must
1: be in Epcot to get it.
0: You must p.m. be yep. in Epcot yep. at 1 p.m. Yep, to get it. And they've changed it from 2 p.m., which is why I had a had a moment. They've changed the virtual mm-hmm. queue after noontime several times. So right. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Correct. Now this is a new one. If you are a deluxe guest. Yeah, on Walt Disney World property, mm-hmm. you can have a third shot for 6 p.m. if Epcot has extended hours. Yes. Which, you know, Epcot has extended hours occasionally. They don't do it uh, every night. They don't, they do not do it every nope. night, like once a week, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. And it's, the park stays open two hours later. On those nights, deluxe guests, you get an additional virtual queue option at 6 yes. p.m. Yep. And that is – I believe you do have to be in the park in order to You
1: do. You do. Well, do you – that. on. I, I think um, – I
0: need to double-check that.
1: Let me see. Don't. Uh, you don't have to be in Epcot at 6 p.m. to access the queue. You do not. But you oh, have okay. to be staying at a deluxe Resort. Or you'll see the verbiage, select Disney Resorts. What that means is like the Four Seasons or something like that, select Disney Resorts that allow that. Don't think you're going to stay at La Quinta and Kissimmee and still have access at the 6 p.m. That's yeah. not how this oh, works. It has
0: so, to be on site. At on a site. Deluxe. Yep. I don't know that the Four Seasons qualifies. Well, I just though.
1: said that I don't know if it qualifies or yeah. not, but that's that's so like in terms If you're of at deluxe. the Grand Floridian,
0: correct. like yep. if you're at the Grand Floridian, if you're at the Polynesian, if you're uh, um, just if it is considered in the deluxe resort correct. category, correct. Okay. Um,
1: now, and of, of course, you have to be staying on property to do the third one, which we're going to talk about, which is the individual Lightning Lane attraction selection selection attraction
0: right. (laughs) So, the individual attraction selection Exactly. (laughs) Whatever it is. um, Yes, that has been announced. Again, we speculated this. So, if you are a Walt Disney World Resort guest, Mm -hmm. so you are on site at a Disney property, Correct. you can do this at 7 a.m. You can opt to go pay for the service for the guardians of the galaxy right that now of course this is limited it's not like everybody who wants to pay for it is going to get in we have no idea what pricing is going right. to look like um we know that in general pricing ranges between seven dollars and fifteen dollars from what we have seen that doesn't mean that this will not change again okay so right. that's just where we are with that So um, if you are not an on-site guest, then at 9 a.m. or whenever the park opens, I should say. So official park opening, which Epcot sort of bebops around a little bit. It does. Um, 9,
1: 9, 30, 10,
0: 9, 45, 8, 38, whatever. Whatever whatever time of day Mm -hmm. Epcot officially opens, then people can go in and uh, try if there's any – Purchase left. Right. You can purchase the individual right. lightning lane. I wouldn't count Chances on that. Chances
1: are I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't count on that at all. Um, a couple of things. Virtual queue does not guarantee you're gonna you're gonna get on the ride. Uh does. now if you have a boarding group of like, you know, nine or forty-four or sixty-one, yeah. there's a great chance you're probably gonna ride it unless it breaks down. If
0: you're a backup boarding group, yes. that's when you're really right. not guarantee right.
1: that. Right. And like, if you have a boarding group of like one seventy four or even one forty one. Yeah you know um yeah. yeah and also too if you're if you're doing the virtual queue or you're doing the lightning lane access and you get a time or you get a boarding group you're like you know what mm-hmm. uh, 11:30 is not going to do for me because we have coral we have coral reef at 11:15 and so let me try it again don't do that work it out yeah. because if you say you know what 11:15 you back out of that to go in again for the lightning lane you're probably not going to get it again so you know hot tip for you as well go ahead and have your group ready and set up in the system all ready to go. So yep. and have multiple people working on it at the same time and you'll have a good shot at it. I mean, we're going to Epcot as a group on the 10th of June, primarily to ride Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's mainly that's the main reason <laughs> I spent like- 100, $141 on the ticket. And so I'm gonna be upset if I yeah. don't get on it, but it happens. I mean it's no, yeah. there's no guarantee. So um so yeah. We'll I mean,
0: have fun regardless. We're gonna have fun
1: regardless. Yeah. Yep, we got some great ideas for social media. So make sure you're following all of us. Yeah. Just go on and follow like twenty-eight people like right now on Instagram, so that way you can make sure you catch everything. <laughs> so yeah so we're gonna talk about the Muppets, and I am excited about the Muppets because the Muppets are a big part of my childhood. They're a big part of my adulthood as well. Um, of course, the Muppet presence at Disney has been just embarrassingly and criminally under underrepresented at the parks. Uh, you know, we were I was excited about the 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 Liberty Square Muppet history show mm. that they were doing a couple of times a day. I didn't like the fact that it was on the surface of the sun when they were doing it. Like, I mean, it was so hot, Um, but it was a great show. I mean, it really was. And it yeah. was something that, you know, it I feel really like did. I feel like they could revamp that, maybe even put some shade up a little bit so you can stand mm-hmm. and watch it. But still, I'd stand in the blazing sun and still watch it. It was great. Uh, I have long been a proponent of replacing the presidents and the Hall of Presidents with the Muppets to circumvent any political things going on in the country so people aren't complaining about it, put the Muppets in there telling the stories, telling, you know, having Kermit narrate, um, you know, narrate the American Adventure, and do it right, mm. I mean, do it, make it comical if you need to, but do it right, um, you know, or even maybe put the Muppets in Epcot, I think that, or as American Adventure, or whatever, I've long been a proponent of doing that, but the Muppets, have been a part of Disney since 2004. But they've been a part of mm-hmm. Disney history since the late 80s. And I want to kind of walk you through yeah. real quick some of the things that were going on.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. in, in 89,
1: 88, 89, or whatever, Jim Henson was exhausted. He had been doing the Muppets all of his life, yeah. um, created the Muppets and everything. And we're not going to go into the history of the Muppets themselves. That's another podcast. Right. That's an entirely other story. Um, yeah. I think, you know, Jen, they weren't always the kid-friendly ones that you know. They actually were an adult I... troupe.
0: Do you know that? Um...
1: And, and if you watch the Muppet <laughs> show, the unedited version, some of it's like, ooh like, I, yeah. I, I get that joke now that I'm 46 and not seven <laughs> so I <laughs> Get it now. Um,
0: They've always had a lot of adult humor. Oh yeah, they They've really have. Had they had really a lot have. Of
1: adult humor. Um, but Jim Henson was exhausted. He was spending so much time on business, and he was ready to sell it to somebody. And the Walt Disney Company came calling. So he had. He, they had worked out this great deal. They had gone so far to completion. They actually had a special that would air on TV on May 6, nineteen ninety, to show how the Muppets were joining Walt Disney World. And the special was called "The Muppets at Walt Disney World: Truth and Advertising." Um, it had the Muppets walking around their adventures on some of the rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them. had had, like, Piggy getting stuck in the cement in front of the Chinese Theater, which, of course, we see Kermit and Piggy's footprints there. That's how they got there. Uh, the show aired. Uh, the phase one of the entire production uh, opened up in 1991 with this little show called Muppet Vision 3D. Uh, they had a parade. They had a live stave show ready to go called Meet the Muppets. It's in the same building now that's in Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Same building. Jen, they had Piggy and Kermit walking around giving autographs and pictures for people. They were walking around as characters in the park. I would lose my mind. I would just, like, I would run children over to be first in line and, uh, like, admonish me, cast member, but I'm getting my picture. <laughs> um, so, so that was phase one. Phase two was going to be bigger. They were going to have this restaurant called the Great Gonzo Pandemonium Pizza Parlor. And this is the, right, this is the restaurant that eventually became the restaurant Italiano, or Mama Melrose, actually. Um, oh, Okay. Yeah. And so it was going to be this restaurant inspired by famous famous memorabilia, uh, like Planet Hollywood and the Hard Rock Cafe. It was going to be called, be called the Great Gonzo, operated by Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat, where things would constantly be going wrong. In this, uh, some of the things you would see in this, they would they in the storyline, they would have hired the Swedish chef to run the kitchen. Guests could watch them making their meals, quote-unquote, live on little television monitors above their heads. Uh, they would see the food fighting back unexpectedly against the Swedish chef. <laughs> Armed lobsters would take <laughs> over the kitchen to prevent being boiled. Uh, Pete's dough would spring to life and attack the chef. All in these monitors. Gonzo and Camilla would be roaming around the restaurant, but they would temporarily get lost and stuck in the duck's overhead, so you'd be able to hear them as they're trying to get out. Uh, the walls of the restaurants would be decorated with memor- memorabilia. Some real, mm-hmm. some created for the for the restaurant. Um, the place yeah. would be interactive. At any moment, the kitchen doors might explode in a cloud of chicken feathers and rants from the chef. Uh, Rizzo and his friends would deliver meals to the table on small model railroad trains with cars that ran through the restaurant. I don't even know how this would work now, but that was that was what they were going to do. Um, this was going to be a great concept. They were going to have a uh, a show called. Um, Called the Muppets, basically themed to the thing to the Muppets, and now it's it was going to be the backlot theater, um, and uh, unfortunately it became the Hunchback of Great Notre Dame when the Muppet deal fell through. So we had to do Notre Dame st- or Notre Dame stuff, which I hate Hunchback. Uh, there were going to be storefronts all along the streets, like you mm-hmm. s- see now, or you would have seen until Star Wars mm-hmm. came in, including Fire Station Number One, which would have had the actual fire truck that you see at the end of Muppet Vision 3D. Okay, that actual oh. fire truck would have been there. Ah, uh, they would have had this great ride called the Great Muppet Movie Ride, which is exactly like it sounds. They would have had Muppets acting out different scenes, both in animatronic and also in video and stuff. Different this is scenes from so movies. Ah, uh, they were going to have a Pigs in Space segment of that. They were going to have a scene, a parody to Peter Pan, with Kermit teaching the darling children to fly through a cardboard cutout set of London. Oh my god! Um, the darling children. Instead of Michael and John and Wendy, it would have been Janice playing Wendy, Scooter as John, and Fozzie Bear as Michael, all in footy pajamas and holding a teddy bear. Uh, rat technicians would operate the awkward and obviously obvious pulley rigs and ropes to help these performers fly. It would be a series of jokes and comics. It would be great. And I didn't know this, and I know we've never talked about this. In 1991, had the deal gone through, the Muppets would have made their way to Disneyland. There were plans to turn parts know. of the park of Disneyland into Muppet Land and send some of the characters on "quote unquote" year-long vacations. Like you would go and not see Donald Duck, you would go and not see Minnie. I don't know about Mickey, but some of the characters would be gone for hmm. a year. They were going to change the signage on the marquee out front to Muppet Land and have Kermit's head instead of Mickey in front of the train station in the in the flowers and stuff. Oh um, my gosh! It was going to be great. That Everything, be however, nothing was signed. Ten days after the after the the uh, the show aired in May of 1990, Jim Henson passed away. Uh, he literally worked himself to death. Like he got sick, he would not go to the hospital because he had projects to finish, and he died of pneumonia. Uh, tragic. It's one of the few times I remember as a kid, like being visibly upset mm-hmm. because a, a a celebrity had died. Like I was upset. I, I didn't. I don't remember crying, yeah. but I remember that just like sitting in my room, like looking around, going, "Jim Henson died. What the?" What? Uh, just I mean, like yeah. I was so <laughs> so upset. Um. So everything was everything moved forward with Muppet Vision 3D, mm-hmm. which they opened, and they opened up the Stage One Company Store, which of course mm-hmm. is the Muppet Store, which has mm-hmm. not been reopened yet after COVID, it's still closed. No, still
0: closed. Um,
1: but everything after that was shut down. And here's what happened. Uh, if you if you listen to Mark Eads, who was an Imagineer back in the day. He says, The popular attraction, Muppet Vision 3D, opened at Disney NGM Studios in May of 1991 after the Henson family were convinced, as in Disney convinced them it would be a fitting tribute to Jim. But after we finished the work on it, they told everybody else connected with the Muppets to walk away from Disney. We had to get rid of everything else that was Muppets connected like the stage shows and work stoppage and everything on the Muppet Studios idea. So it wasn't even like they were just not doing, they wouldn't do it anymore. It was like the Muppet Jim Henson Company pulled everything from Disney. It's like, well, you can't yeah. do this stuff anymore. So Disney's got all these plans and all these things and everything they couldn't do anything with. So it was just, it was done. So Disney made a licensing agreement with Henson to keep Muppet Vision in place, to keep that, to keep mm-hmm. the stage shows. So they could still sell some merchandise and stuff. So, it, and so they wanted to have Muppet Vision 3D in California Adventure when that park opened up in the early 2000s. But in 2004, Disney finally acquired the Muppets and all their intellectual property, except for Sesame Street. That's not part of the Muppets. I mean, you no. think it's Muppets. They are Muppets, but they're not part of the Muppet, but it's Muppet, not. Muppet Company. Right. They're part of the Sesame Street, Street Workshop. Um, they acquired them for $75 million. The previous price in, in the early 90s was one fifty. But the Muppets had been diminished so much by then; their popularity had gone down so much that it was only seventy-five million. Uh, one plan after the purchase, what they were going to do? They had this ride, and we need to talk about this ride one day on our show: Superstar Limo in California Adventure. Jen, did you ever get out to Cali Adventure to ride Superstar Limo?
0: No, I never. If read you that one. ever,
1: if we ever did a top five least popular attractions, that has got to be on po- this. That ride makes Stitch's Great Escape look like Peter Pan's Flight. Um, oh, it was, Ooh, there are videos on YouTube about Superstar Limo and how people hated that ride. And so you'll have to go and and look and, and kind of see about that ride. But they were going to turn that into Piggy's Superstar Limo. <sighs> but of course they killed that one too. And, uh, Walt yeah. Disney Imagineering actually said, um, they were, they were pitching this idea and this is kind of how we wind down Disney history. They were pitching the idea too, but Disneyland's Space Mountain be renovated mm-hmm. as pigs in Space Mountain. The USS Swine Trek would come out of the side of the mountain as if it had crashed into the structure. Throughout the queue and overhead monitors, guests would have been told that they were about to join Piggy, Captain Link Hogthrob, and Dr. Julius Strange Pork on a dangerous space mission. You now have to deliver a pepperoni pizza to the supreme galactic leader in 30 minutes or less. Just like Domino's Pizza used to be. Oh my gosh. Not only is the pizza free, but the universe faces annihilation. Cost reasons. We're now talking recession after 9-11. Most of the Muppet appearances would have been uh, just on monitors, but eventually they oh. had to scrap the entire thing, especially with the Disneyland theme park, and all of it just kind of went away. So that's what happened with the Muppets, which is kind of sad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kind of sad. There's sad. And, I, I, and I And I
1: understand all of that with dealings and workings and contracts and stuff, but Disney owns the Muppets. And I got to tell you, Josh, I know you're listening. Jody, I know you're listening. Get the Muppets and people would flock to the Muppets. You don't even have to do an attraction; just have them appear somewhere in stage shows, or do a live show, or even like the do the live history thing in Hollywood, do or do a movie mm. history in Hollywood, or whatever. because yeah. something simple like that. People would lose their minds like, over the Muppets.
0: I will tell you that, like, um, after uh, Sweetums, mm-hmm. Sweetums, I do my my picture with Sweetums. Oh, that's because- awesome. I, he was at an after-hours event at Hollywood oh. Studios, and so and like the line to meet Sweetums was like huge. I'm like, you never sure. see him. Like, I am waiting. I'm sure. Like that was a, that was amazing.
1: I'm sure. Now, before yeah. we dive into the Muppets themselves, I do want to ask you about something else that's kind of, and we might have to do a mm-hmm. show on this too one day. Fraggle Rock. Did you ever watch Fraggle Rock? Were you a Fraggle Rocker?
0: I did. Daddy Fraggle Rock. Do do. Fraggle Rock.
1: Oh. That show was it was on HBO, and I remember having HBO as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. The two things I remember watching on HBO, and we've talked about Star Wars before, it yeah. was Star Wars and Fraggle Rock. I watched Fraggle Rock every single time it was on. That I was saw episodes so of all awesome. times. It was oh, yeah. uh, 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 Goober and Boomer Red. And red, red with the tough yeah. hair. And, of course, I, you, now, I don't remember the names, but, of course, you had the, the uncle uh, who was the safari guy. Right, um, and
0: then the uh, the dog um, started with an S. What was the dog's name? Oh, like Samson. Uh, Simply yes. Sam. S- Butnick.
1: If only <laughs> we had a way to look at this in front of us. So
0: it was, I just remember the dog and like Red would rock with the dog and like. Yes,
1: I I I love you. Remember that? that, show. that? I, I, do, that I do. I do remember that. Um. So you had the characters of. Hold on. Let's see. List of Fraggle Rock characters. Let's go to Wikipedia. You had Gobo, Moki, Wembley. Go- Wembley was my favorite. Wembley. Okay. Boober, cool. Red, and Uncle Traveling Matt. That was the name That's of the uncle. That's okay? There we go. Uh, you also had other fraggles like Berry Blueberry, Brio the Minstrel, the Cave Fraggles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, you had the Dozers, which were the tiny ones that <gasps> always worked. Yeah. Yep, yep. They're yes. always working, always building stuff, and they're always getting stuff knocked down by the Fraggles. The Fraggles are always eating their stuff, actually. Um, right. And then you had the Gorgs. Giant furry oh. humanoids standing fifteen feet tall. They were the king and the queen of the universe, but all appearances really, they were just mm. farmers. Podma and Junior Gorg, um, yes. Marjorie the trash heap, the tra- the pile of trash. Me. Yes. <laughs> um, I forgot about Marjorie. Voiced by Jerry Nelson, who also did a lot of the Muppet stuff. And you had yeah. Philo and Gunge, who were the heralds of the trash heap. Um, and then, of course, you had the outer space creatures like Doc Sprocket. Sprocket was the name Sprocket. of it. Sprocket.
0: That's it. So yeah,
1: this is not a Fraggle Rock episode, but I had to come through and mention all those because now we're both like, out. "Oh, I
0: remember that."
1: So, um, I know they I came back. That. They came back a few years ago with a show called Back to Fraggle Rock on HBO. I haven't seen any of it. Uh maybe yeah. I'll go back and watch a few minutes of it, but it's just not the same. Um but I remember watching Fraggle Rock every morning. Also, not Disney related at all. But I watched Babar the elephant every morning at six a.m. Oh, I watched
0: Babar at six
1: a.m. on HBO every morning, every every week on like Friday or something on HBO. Babar. They would premiere an episode at six a.m. on a Friday, and I would get up purposely yes. at five fifty, turn on my TV, and this was when I was like twelve years old. <laughs> I would watch Babar every Friday morning, and then get up and get a shower, and get ready for school, and go to school at seven. Uh, Babar every every week, I would watch Babar. Um, I did but. Like Babar. The Muppets. Jen, there have been eight Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, of They're course, high. you have the OG, the Muppet movie, Great Muppet Caper, yeah. The Muppets Take yeah. Manhattan. Then you've got the new G, which is like uh, the new ones, which are Muppets yeah. and Muppets, uh, um, the, the Muppets Most, most wanted. wanted. And then you have that 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 period in the middle, and I don't want to say <laughs> dark period. It's like the bronze period for Disney animation. This is like the Robin Hood and the Aristocats and the Sword in yeah. the Stone. The, between the classics, between the Renaissance, kind of right there in the middle. Yeah. Muppets from Space. Muppet Treasure Island, great uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. Great. We will talk about all those yeah. movies in a minute, yeah. uh, singularly. But what are your history with the Muppets? When do you remember falling in love with the Muppets as a kid, oh. watching the Muppet movies? Some thoughts. So,
0: so what's interesting is I think my parents had liked the Muppets, mm-hmm. you know, the Muppets show, which was in right. the 70s. Um, I distinctly remember watching reruns growing up. Probably on the Disney Channel, I would imagine, or maybe wherever they were being shown. It was probably the Disney Channel, Um, like with Sonny and Cher. And like, I remember watching like Lily Tomlin was Mm -hmm. a guest at one point on The Muppets. I remember watching The Muppet Show. But then um, I just really remember like the various Muppet movies that... We we owned we were probably videotape from the TV like you know with the VCR like <laughs> you, right. you had the mm-hmm. homemade VCR tapes and watching those movies so that was really my initial and like early history with the Muppets. And then of course, growing up Muppet Babies, which I still count as Muppets because that was amazing in yes. oh, yes. uh, Disney afternoon. Yep. I freaking loved the Muppet Babies. And like if we one point talk about favorite Muppets, I of course loved Miss Piggy. I had Miss Piggy and Kermie. I had them in their like little outfits and, and like stuffed animals. Kermie mm-hmm. had a like trench coat and his little hat.
1: Of course. And,
0: Piggy had her gloves, like she was just fabulous. Um, So yeah, I had the stuffed animals. I just always enjoyed them and I watched them in all the different aspects. And of course, you know, watch the Sesame Street, watch the Fraggle Rock as well, but it was just fun. I don't know, I just really, I really liked them. Mm. So that was my history.
1: I love the Muppet Babies, and again, I watched this when, when I was a kid. This show was actually on. The Muppet Babies were on from 80, 84 to 91. I didn't realize it was on that oh, long. Oh,
0: was it 84? Um, I didn't realize it was on that But it only
1: did either. 107 episodes, so it's only like 12 episodes per season, so it wasn't that I mean, long I probably
0: ago. saw all of them.
1: Yeah, like- it's. It's interesting. I'm sure I've seen all of them. You and I both have seen all of them like ten times. I'm each sure. Each. Sure. If I like, I don't remember any of them except for the Star Wars episode, no. which I thought was amazing. But if you put one on right now, both of us would be like, "Oh, I do remember I, this I, show."
0: One hundred percent. That's how that would happen.
1: And <laughs> you had this theme song, "Muppet
0: Babies," with the guy, "Our dreams come true." Bop ba doody
1: wop. Yeah, Muppet babies. <laughs> we do the same for you. I uh, just when you were what's kind of weird
0: and you wish way, that you, you were, were there. Here,
1: just close your eyes and make believe, and you can be anywhere. Anywhere.
0: I like adventure. I Muppet, like romance. Muppet, 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 Muppet babies. babies.
1: Oh, and and baby, of course, baby. Nanny, which you never saw. You only saw her feet as she walked through because you're all seeing the show from the perspective of the kids, uh, from right. the Muppets as babies. Um, Nanny was voiced by June Billingsley, which was the mom in yeah. *Living the Beaver*. And Barbara Billingsley, not June. Barbara Billingsley, is that
0: right? June June Cleaver. Were you talking about June Cleaver? June Cleaver. That's right. Yeah, her.
1: Um, Yeah. So (laughs) I I loved the show too because I remember singing the song uh, at school in like fourth grade and my friends were like, "You said duty," and I was like, "I know, right?"
0: Papa, duty (laughs) up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, uh, some of the voices that were on there. Uh, Dave Coulier from Full House was the voice of That's Animal, right. Baby Bunsen, Baby Bean. Bean was in this show, by the way, so Muppet right, Vision wasn't the first Bean thing. Bean. Baby Janice, Statler and Waldorf, Camilla, although I don't know how Statler and Waldorf were babies in this. I don't remember them being babies in this, but uh, <laughs> I again, remember. I haven't seen any of the new one, but I, I loved the original. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and, Like, I have seen, and this is not an exaggerated number when I say this, I have seen likely Around 4,200 movies in my life. Um, there's a wow. there's a website out there called Letterboxd. And I've taken the time over the last couple of years to kind of go through year by year and just basically type in the movies that I've seen. And it's, it's got a list, and it's it's a great site if you're a movie watcher like me. You can actually go on that site, letterboxd.com. even see my account. Just see all the movies I've seen. It's all there. Um, but the first movie that I remember seeing in the theater was the Muppet movie. We lived in Texas. Uh, I live with my grandparents, and they raised me. Um, and my grandmother had a friend of hers named Kathy. And, and my grandmother, my grandparents didn't drive around very much. My grandmother, my grandfather didn't go to the movies, so he wouldn't take me to the movies. But my grandmother didn't drive at all. And so Kathy would take me to the movies. I saw E.T. this way. I saw Empire Strikes Back this way. I saw um, Rocky IV this way. I saw a lot of movies this way. But the Muppet movie was the first time I ever re- really ever remember seeing the Muppets. And was like, this is amazing. And I was just, and this is before Star Wars, this was seventy nine. So I had not seen Empire Strikes Back till the following year. Mm-hmm. And so I was just all into the Muppets. And you know, Kermit was of my guy. Mm-hmm. I loved Kermit. I love Ralph. Um people have told me that I tell bad jokes. Rolf. So Rolf Rolf. Rolf. People have told me that I tell bad jokes, so they relate me to Fozzie. I don't get it. Um, Waka Waka. But Waka Waka. Exactly. But (laughs) I I remember seeing it. So I have grown up watching the Muppets, watching everything they do. I saw the other two (laughs) movies. uh, I have the record album soundtrack for all of them. You know, there is a um, there's a line in the Happiness Hotel song uh, from the Great Muppet Caper. Where they talk about the whole place has gone to hell. And it like... Yes. As a six-year-old, yes. I'm like...
0: <gasps> they curse I did it. I the same thing! They curse <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know. Um, just loved it, loved it, loved it. And so... Like, I, I wasn't a huge fan, and we'll get to this in a few minutes, but I wasn't a huge fan of the movies in the 90s. When Jim Henson passed away, of course, we lost the voice yeah. of Kermit. So I could distinctly tell Kermit from the 80s to Kermit to the 90s and even Kermit. Now, Brian Henson took mm. over for a long time, and I think David mm. Whitmire, there's another guy that took mm. over, and he, was, he, was, he resigned from the company for various reasons and whatever. Um, so we've had several Kermit voices, but I still remember Jim doing those voices. Um, so the OG is the OG yeah. to me, which is why sure. when the Muppets came back in 2011, it was such a big deal. And I'm yeah. a big fan of the Muppets. I, I bought Muppet Legos. I spent like 80 bucks buying twelve Muppet <laughs> Legos. And really all they're gonna do is sit on my shelf on a line going, Look, there's Muppets all the way around. Look, look at my Legos. <laughs> and this is my office. Nobody sees my office up here at the top of my house. But it's, you know, whatever. Uh, so Muppet thing, Muppet stuff just really just, yeah. just attracts me. I, I love Muppet stuff. So mm-hmm. um so your favorite character you said was Piggy, is that right?
0: Well, it it day to day it changes. I yeah, of course I I love have the Piggy. Same thing. Mm-hmm. like i mean i love piggy because she was the fashionista mm-hmm. like she was the diva so quasi producer heather
1: hates piggy i don't know why right she just does not go like her it's i sad. know
0: but i but i she's not like my always favorite okay right. because i also love Rolf because yes. he was the piano player yep. so the musician lo- and not the only one randomly he doesn't always play with dr teeth no. So that's different. Like I don't think he but, plays. Uh, I don't
1: think he's part of the. He's not a part of the literature. He's Mayhem. not. He he. No, ring. he's
0: not. But it's. But he plays. But it's like he's a musician. But he doesn't. Right. Play with. The, it's just. It's. It's funny. Right. Um. But I always loved roles. Mm-hmm. I always thought Gondo was hilarious. Oh, Gonzo's great. Like. Yeah. Because he. I mean, he just. He's a great Gondo. And then for whatever reason, Janice always again. And <laughs> <Janice>. I just. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, like, it just – it could change from day to day. I loved all of them, but those were, like, kind of my, you know, switch based on the
1: day. My favorite Janice moment is when they're in the great – great, <laughs> the puppets take Manhattan. And they're all there sleeping in lockers because that's all they can afford. Yeah. And they're all chattering and talking and talking and <laughs> chattering. And I think this is going take Manhattan. And everybody gets quiet all of a sudden except for Janice. And you hear, hear her go, but you'll have to get your own jacuzzi. And she looks <laughs> around like – what? <laughs> so um I'm I'm kind of the same way. I have this this core yeah. I guess core four. Gonzo, mm-hmm. Fozzie, Rolf, and Kermit. And my favorite is day to day. It's like the theme parks. Yeah. I love them all for different reasons. And like your children, yeah. you love your children equally, but you like one better than the other based on a different day. That's just yeah. kind of how it is. And I, <laughs> I and I do love Miss Piggy too, but she's not my like core favorite, one of my four favorite favorites. She's favorite not characters. one
0: of your core. That's um
1: fine. I love animal. Animals, animals, crazy. Oh. Uh, Zoot, the saxophone player, was my guy in, in high he's school because I played sax. Doctor Teeth is great. The Electric Mayhem is great. I kind of like, kind of liken Rolf to, uh, and and some people will get this joke. Stephen um, Stephen I mean, uh, Chris Chapman and Michael W Smith, they perform together, but he's not in Stephen Chris Chapman's band. He plays piano on some of his concerts <laughs> and stuff, and is an artist in his own ride, right. And they all do each other's right. music. But, you know, like, oh, Elton John and Billy but Joel, they'll do just music yeah. and concert, but they're not always together. That's kind of how Rolf is right. a broken Mayhem. so. Uh, but, Agreed. You know, I, and I, oh, there maybe. aren't Muppets that I just dislike. There aren't even Muppets I look at and go, I don't like that one. I just, I love them all for different reasons. Yeah, Even the stupid ones like. And Beaker. 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 How can you forget Beaker? Beaker is great. Like, <laughs> I mean, just the, what he does with the, the beeps and the, the meeps and the interactions. uh me 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 meep, 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 meep. You know, in um, in Muppet Vision 3D. Well, of course, the effects are very temporary. <laughs>
0: it's, <just a> <laughs> it's
1: my favorite part of the attraction. Uh, I have a beaker. Um, I, I have a beaker beanie that has the beaker eyes and the head on top. Oh, which, oh it's it's. I want it to be cold just so I can wear that <laughs> beaner. beaner. Yeah. it's great. Um, let's talk about the movies. Now there are eight films that have come out in the Muppet right. history, uh, and these films are starting with earliest to latest in 1979, The Muppet Movie. 91, or 81 was The Great Muppet Caper. The Muppet Taking Manhattan was 84. The Muppet Christmas Carol was 92. Muppet Treasure Island was 96. Muppets from Space was 99. The Muppets was 2011. And The Muppets Was Wanted was 2014. Um... Now, there's a progression of, I guess, success in these because, of course, again, we talk about the big three. The first three were were massive hits. Um, For the box office at the time, anyway, I think the first one made like $65 million in 1979, which was really good.
0: That's
1: huge. Uh, The other two didn't do quite as well, but they were still pretty legendary. Muppet Christmas Carol, Treasure Island, Muppets from Space, not as much. Muppets from Space pulled in like $22 million, so it was not... Man. That was not a big hit. Um big Muppets hit. came back in twenty eleven and it was it was written by Jason Siegel and Nicholas Stoller. Jason Siegel had said that he he's a lifelong Muppet fan as well, that he wanted to do yeah. something that honored the Muppets that made the Muppets popular again. So he, he told the story of the Muppets uh, and— and he brought it back. He, he wrote the Muppets out and everything, and he helped, he helped produce the show. It was directed by James Bobin, who also did the sequel to it. And it was a massive hit, $165 million yeah. at the box office. People went nuts for this movie because it was Muppets done right, which was
0: awesome. Oh, it was so beautiful. good.
1: It was beautiful. So, now, you have not seen Muppets from Space. And right. is it Treasure Island? You haven't seen? No, Muppet's Most Wanted. Those are the two you haven't no, seen.
0: Muppet, right, right. Okay. I, and I wanted to see Most Wanted. I don't remember like what. And just it's one of those things. that's like I always right. meant to go see it. And then they, and I never. And then I heard like, well, it's not as good as you know, like right. the 2011. Right. And so well, like,
1: wow. it's it's worth a watch. And I was trying to jump on these two real quick. Yeah. It's worth a watch. It's not my favorite. We'll do a top five. I wonder what well, the top six actually. The six you've seen and the other six that yes. I'll mention besides these two. I'll kind of rank mine a little bit. It's it's sure. not one of my favorites. Um. Sure. It's it's good. It doesn't. It can't recapture the magic of the first one, and it's it's really weird because it's one of those movies. And I don't know if you've ever seen a movie where all the pieces are there. Like every, you look at the cast, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This cast is phenomenal." The story yeah. is there. Everything works. It just doesn't right. quite work. Like it's well. not quite there. There's a movie yeah. that I watched, and I I don't remember the name of it. Um, this was a couple of years ago, and it made me angry because, and this has nothing to do with Disney, but it's a movie that starred Alan Ruckman colin firth and stanley tucci and the movie was terrible and i'm like how do you have alan ruckman stanley tucci and colin firth in the same film be awful. and you'll blow it um he- heather how? graham is also in this movie and she's great but her character mm-hmm. doesn't even talk until halfway through it so it's not even like she ruins the movie it's just it's, it's such a bad film and i'm like how do you ruin this and Muppets Most Wanted is by far much better than that movie, and it's it's a, it's not a bad film. It just it doesn't quite pull it together, and I because that had a great to, cast too, you know. And I would be interested actually in you seeing that just to get your impressions of yeah. you know. Okay, what's missing is dot 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 because I feel like there was just one right. little something something mm-hmm. missing. Um, sure. Muppet Treasure Island, I, I just wasn't a fan. Uh, the music was by Hans Zimmer, who was this Academy mm-hmm. Award winning, incredible, de- incredible uh, musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the music was there. It was the story of, of, of Muppet Treasure Island. Um, but for, as far as the six remaining, honestly, if I have to rank these number six for me, number six is going to be Muppets from Space. I know people who live and die by this movie. They love this movie. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I just don't. It's not. I don't. It's not good to see, me. Um. It's not OK. So I I'm, haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not a it's not a terrible film. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just not a movie that I like. Uh, I, I'm not going yeah. to be smart people who love this movie and if you like it, great. It's just not a movie that I like. Yeah, that's right because you've seen Treasure Island. You just haven't seen Muppets from
0: Space. Right, um, right. I just haven't seen
1: so I'm assuming the way you're talking that's going to be like number six on your list. That's my number six. six. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, like it's it's fine. It's mm-hmm. I enjoy the story of Treasure Island. I'll enjoy the Muppets if it's on like fine but I'm not going to like go out of my way to watch it again. I guess. Right. Well, know, it's, it's, like, it's fine. It's it's one of those two, and maybe
1: it's a little bit like Muppets Most Wanted because it has Tim Curry as, as the right. villain in cool. this movie.
0: Which I think he's a great villain. I love Tim yeah, Curry. Yeah, great cast.
1: So. Um, Jennifer Saunders, yeah. a, a co- accomplished English actresses in this as well. So it's a good cast, yeah. and it's just... It it didn't quite come together like I wanted it to, so yeah. Same. yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
0: same. Um,
1: same. Uh Number five on my list of these list of, of films is probably going to be Muppet Christmas Carol. And again, I know people who live and die by this movie. Just, and you like it. You like it. I think a lot more than I do. It's just. It's
0: what's that? I do. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we'll get we'll get to that later.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So, what's number five on your list of, of the of the top five remaining?
0: So number five for me, and and this is does not necessarily rest on its merits or lack mm-hmm. of merits. It's just more because I haven't seen this one probably as much because it's the oldest It's right. the Muppet movie. Right. And so it came uh. out before I was born. I love rainbow connection. Probably one of my all time favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the cast. I love the story again. It's more just because it, of when it came out, right. I didn't see right. it.
1: You were 10 years away from being born at that time or something. Correct. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: I was <laughs> so just saying it, it has nothing to do with anything mm-hmm. other than I just haven't seen it as much as the other ones. So,
1: right, right. I, by I, dint
0: of that, it's number five.
1: Yeah, that'll be on my <laughs> list a little bit later on. It has to be because yeah. I've got this in a little right. bit uh for it. Number four on this list for me is probably, and this is where now you have mm-hmm. from on my list. You've got the original three and then the right. Muppets from 2011. So I'm going yeah. to put. I'm gonna put the Great Muppet Caper at number four, but this okay. is this is a hard one to do because it's almost like you're looking at the you're standing at a cheesecake factory window and you're like, <laughs> there is my chocolate cream cheesecake, there is my strawberry cheesecake, there is my mint julep cheesecake, and there is my There's plain the cheesecake, whatever, whatever cheesecake. No, but you're like looking at the cheesecake, going, which one do I really want? Mm, I don't know. It's hard to decide. Um, but I'm gonna put M- Muppet Caper forth. There's so much of this movie that I love. Um, I didn't appreciate the Miss Piggy part in the middle with Charles Grodin singing "Miss Piggy," all that. Oh my gosh! Now that I'm this older, that scene is magnificent. Charles Grodin is so good, and he's one of the few actors I think that in all of these that holds his own with the Muppets. Yeah. He's singing to Miss Piggy, yeah. and it's believable. Um, but you it's know, amazing. You, you've got the whole thing where they're trying to steal the, the, the breaking into the Mallory Gallery to steal the baseball diamond. Um, Dame. Um. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Diane Riggs is in this and she's yes. phenomenal. Just the whole cast is great and it's this incredible scene of they're riding bikes through the park and yeah. at that time that was a visual like,
0: that was holy huge. crap, how
1: are they doing this? Um, you know, which if yeah. you see behind the scenes footage, it's kind of cool how they do it actually but it's just, I've got the soundtrack yeah. to it. It's just great. i I'm putting this fourth on my list and it's hard to do that... Bad I'm going to say fourth on yeah. my list. I, I love and t- t- Do this list tomorrow and I'm going to change it up and probably put the second right. or third but uh, number four on yours
0: okay number four on mine Muppets Take Manhattan okay uh, such a great movie mm-hmm. I mean and again like you ask me tomorrow this might be in a totally different right. place right, because right. I I could really interchange other than my number one I can probably interchange like number two three and four Yeah. so yeah. Oh, gosh Muppet and you're very good at actors Mm-hmm. For me, I'm not going to remember the names. I, like, remember what they look like. Right. On, <laughs> on the Muppet's Take Manhattan. So who was the one guy who starred? Who was the human guy who starred yeah. in Muppet's Take Manhattan? Well, well, he's not anybody yeah. that you would
1: know. That's the thing. Um, oh, is that, why I, is that
0: well, why I don't know his name? Okay, okay. so
1: the cast, and it's a five-person cast, basically. Louis Zork yeah. is Pete. He's the owner of, of Pete's Diner. He's the one oh, to Pete talk diner. like this. Muppets, you, know, yes, yes, uh, you know, show uh, Broadway is <laughs> so right D, you right, right. Uh, Juliana Donald was Jenny um, okay loved her I had this tiny little crush those- tiny little seven year old crush on Julia Donald because she was just so yeah. cute she was the waitress that came in yeah. and Kind of, yeah. uh, you know, rescued, uh, rescued, uh, um, rescued, do- rescued purpose. all of them basically, and uh, of, well, Piggy yeah. got jealous. Um, yeah. Lonnie was Ronnie. He was the one who was the aspiring Broadway producer who wanted yes. to put the show on. Was trying to go around. Yes. He's primarily a Broadway actor, uh, yeah. and a lot of things that he's done. Everything from, and he hasn't actually done anything since. Well, you no, know, he like he's on okay. Sunset Boulevard. He's done Sweeney Todd. Yeah. He's an urban cowboy. Um, a lot, kind of the, some off Broadway stuff. His yeah. most recent credit was 2017,
0: uh, so so that yeah, was Lonnie. I, I and I just couldn't remember, like cause, you know, I recognize them from that, and I'm like, should I know these actor names? Right, I don't know. Well, like I don't, I don't think so. But the
1: list of of, of cameos in this, if this is 1981, 82. Are you to you yeah, You're going gonna to know Art Carney. So. You're going to know Debbie Coleman, mm-hmm. Elliot Gould, Gregory yeah. Hines, John Landis, yeah. Linda Lavin, Liza Minnelli, uh, Brooke Shields. You're going to know all those names. Um, and this is number three on my list yeah. uh, of top five. So Is
0: it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, I just... I don't know. I just loved... This was a feel good movie for mm-hmm. me. I yeah. don't know, like it just it makes you smile. I I love how the Muppets interacted with yep. the humans, and I love the cameos. Even yep. though like I was kind of young and like I know I'm supposed like that person's important.
1: Of course, you know, like, of course. And it's got so. this heartbreaking scene where they're all splitting up because they all realize it's not going to work. Yeah. So they're going to go do, yes. a, do their own thing now. And they sing the song saying goodbye, goodbye. Why
0: going is it away. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's just like,
0: oh, sing they're breaking up. You know, and of course, days. in my in my little
1: mind, I'm like, well, if they're breaking up, that means they're never coming back together again. Even though we have an hour left at the movie, right?
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> right, um, right.
1: So yeah, I'm. Uh, there's uh, great.
0: There's great. Music oh, the music is
1: this. great in all of these. But yeah, it's I love that one. So
0: good. And like when Kermit gets lost, mm-hmm. like even the instrumental stuff, like when Kermit gets lost.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: heartbreaking.
1: As he becomes an ad executive alert. and he's like, right? mm, the soap, what about it gets you clean? And everybody's yeah. like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and
0: then whenever they, spoiler alert, then they find him and get in the diner because they hear him talking. And, they're like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Piggy's trying to, I'm the one you love. And he's like, "Because like, I could bring home the bacon. And ah. <laughs> <laughs> she throws him across the room.
0: <laughs> hey, <yeah>. it's <laughs>
1: that's it i've had it um i, I love oh the God. real world aspect of it because they're all in college and they're all graduating college which i think which i think is just such a hilarious concept one part that i think and i haven't watched them on disney plus so i don't even know if this is out but animal chasing the chicks around yelling woman woman chasing and they're running and screaming <laughs> i don't know that that's gonna hold up now because i feel like animal will get slapped with a me too lawsuit so freaking fast
0: <laughs> I feel like Animal would get slept in a lot a lot I mean things.
1: the comedy <laughs> of it is funny to me now just watching it but that's not that's oh. not this day and age you you can't really do that and of course he turns around he looks no. at the audience goes woman and he <laughs> runs after them and she's running and screaming and just it's yeah not uh, not so much you just can't do not that
0: now I don't know. I just
1: loved I loved it. And the, that's the one with
0: the wedding at the end, right? Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I
1: love the wedding. And, the, and it, it, it brought together the Sesame Street characters because there's Big Bird in the audience. Yes. And there's Oscar yes. the Crouch, and they're all, and to me, again, my mind is blown because I'm like, like oh, what? Sesame Street. And it, it was like, my mind, they're now in yeah. the same universe, which means. In this Muppet world, there's a real Sesame Street because look at this, you know, and I've right. seen Follow That Bird. I love Follow That Bird. Yeah. And of course, Kermit was on Sesame Street. So, of course, they're connected. But at the same time, yeah. you know, and, and of course, he thought Gonzo was going to be the, the preacher. And, and you know, right. he's like, I thought Gonzo was going to be the preacher. And she looks at him, <laughs> you know, and of course, they're getting married <laughs> and whatever. And, um, That's so good. Great movie. It's uh, such a great movie. Number three on this. Well, that was my number three. So I guess what's your number three yeah. on, on the list?
0: Again, so nobody at me. I could switch this on any given day. Like yeah. I actually have arrows back and forth and then I have them crossed out because right. like I just can't decide which one to go number three. Right. So let's go Great Muppet Caper since we've already mentioned it since I'm okay. back and forth between the two. Okay. Love Great Muppet Caper. Again, I probably watch this one more so than Muppets Take Manhattan mm-hmm. where Miss Piggy is like pulling out of the jail bars. Yes. Like
1: <laughs> She's been in prison like an hour and she talks about when I was in the clink... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. and i just like coming through the roof is it gonzo that goes through the roof i feel like
1: yeah well they're like, all like, like
0: mission impossible they're all like lower on down, paper like, towels on paper,
1: on paper towels,
0: towels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which makes no sense and it's hilarious and i because <laughs> they're gonna catch them wow. red-handed
1: what color are their hands <laughs> now
0: <laughs> <And so. laughs> <sighs> oh I love it. that had a great cast too like mm-hmm. that Did we said the cast of that yeah, one. Charles Groden, Diana cast, rigg L and the Trodan, yeah. like yep. it was in those cameos. So good. Yep. And I, I don't know, Miss Piggy's costumes were pretty killer in it. Mm-hmm. So I was a big fan of that. Um that one just makes me laugh. I remember <laughs> remember we watched that in school one day. Why did they watch that in school? Probably like when you're doing New York, York history. Like, I don't know. <laughs> So, I don't know. It must have been like the last day of school thing. That's, like a, that's a substitute
1: thing. movie where the substitute's that's there probably. and the, the, the VCA, VCR tape didn't work or they can't find whatever they're, and they're like, you know what, just watch this movie and you're fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, like the bit, but like, that's just like my memory is I, as I love the scene in jail with mm-hmm. Miss Piggy. Yep. I love the, apparently as Charles Grodin didn't know, yep. like the blonde dude. I don't know. I love the blonde dude singing to Miss Piggy. Mm-hmm. And I love the scene where they lowered themselves on the paper towels. I forgot there were paper towels. So you said that. Yes. Uh, yep. Isn't that yep. The the Mallory <laughs> Gallery. Yeah. So. The Mallory like just the whole premise was mm. it was weird to me too because like the Muppets aren't felons. Like I'm pretty sure. No, so. they're not felons,
1: except for this, and they're breaking in. Except which is, for this,
0: so, <laughs> like okay.
1: <laughs> uh, number two on my list has got to be the Muppets from 2011, and to me. I'm just
0: going to agree with you. To me, yes. it is
1: everything that the Muppets. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's Muppets done right. Jason Segel, yes. who I love as an actor, he's one of my favorite actors. He's one of those that I will watch mm-hmm. in just about everything he's done, and I've seen nearly mm-hmm. all of his movies, um, comedy and uh, and drama and whatever. Um, you know, he had this appreciation for the Muppets, he wanted to come in and write something for the Muppets, and he he, he did it. Uh, you know, yeah. you have this story where he wants to bring the Muppets back together, and his roommate is Walter, who is this new Muppet, mm. which, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of Walter, um, but Walter's his roommate, and I love that they live in this world where his roommate is Walter. There's, it's not that he's... Right. It's just that he's Walter. They're roommates. They're, they're such good friends that his girlfriend, Penny, uh, Penny uh, Amy Adams. So, hello. I'm sorry, Mary. Amy <laughs> Adams. Hello, Amy Adams. Um, you know... This is why Mary's, you like the movie. Mary's like, do you love Walter or do you love me? Because at some point, he has to move out and we get to get married, right? Um, right. And so, you know he wants to bring the Muppets all back together to have this fundraiser back to the Muppet Theater. So he has to go out and find all the Muppets, which if, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see Gonzo's Royal Flush, which is an, a, a nod to yeah. what Gonzo was doing in the actual movie itself, selling toilets yeah. and stuff. Um, you know, the, the the Muppets are trying to reunite, do the telethon and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're trying to, to, they're getting way back. And Fozzie Bear is performing in Reno with the Muppets, a tribute band of <laughs> yes, horrible band. Oh my gosh, Muppet impersonators, like... which are Hilarious and that's like the so cast bad. that's in this movie, you got Jack Black, Zach Galifianakis, yeah, um, Sarah Silverman, um, you know, um, Jason Siegel, of course, is in it, Chris Cooper, yeah, and I feel like Amy Adams, are, Amy Adams, of <laughs> course, and you feel like these are all people who want to be in this. Like, as yeah. an actor, if you get asked to be in a Muppet movie, you're like, yes, absolutely, I mean, just whatever I can do, let me do this, I will do it. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, I and I love the story, I love the music behind it, I have the soundtrack mm. to this one. Um, all coming together. Of course, Walter Saves the Day. You've got Chris Cooper, who's mm-hmm. the big bad in this. Tex Richmond, a uh, greedy oil magnate who wants to destroy the Muppet Theater to get the oil that might be underneath it. Um, so <laughs> it's just such a good movie. So your thoughts on, on The okay. Muppets and
0: how you feel about it? The 2011. Yeah, 2011, Muppet yes. Specifically. Yeah. yeah, the 2011 Muppets, I, again, because I loved them growing up, when it came out, I was so excited to see it. I actually mm-hmm. went to the theater to see it. Like, I made sure I got to see it in the theater. I right. loved it. I loved it from beginning to end. I loved the music. I loved Amy Adams' um, table for a Party of party party, one. Me party. One. Yeah. Me party. Me, me party. going to have a me party. Having a me, party. Yep. Having a me party. I mean, what girl
1: can't relate to that? Come on. I mean,
0: hello. <laughs> um, I just, the whole way. And how, I, I loved Am I a Man or a Muppet. I did. Uh, I loved won that won the Oscar
1: for a best song, by the way. That
0: I did. That I did. With Jason Segel and Jim like, Parsons singing. Yeah. Yeah. It was real. I don't know. It was really good. The mm-hmm. Jack Black cameo was hilarious. So I just, it made me smile. It made me, it was reminiscent to, to me of my childhood yes. growing up, mm-hmm. but also I understood the jokes. So that made it <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I got the adult humor.
1: Right. And, you know, they're going to travel oh. by map which was one of the best jokes I've ever seen because how many movies have you seen where you see the map and you see the arrow is going from one place to the other as this, 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 this thing is happening, whatever. And they're like, Oh, how are we going to get there? We're going to travel by map. Map map. shows up and they're traveling along uh, with, and this made me appreciate me and Julio down by the schoolyard by Paul Simon. I never even thought about that song until this movie. And I'm like, I freaking love this song. This is great. That's the song that plays during the map, the map sequence, um, and it was just this perfect blend of being what what the Muppets were to people who love them all their lives, and introducing them yeah. to a whole new set of fans. Like I my, uh, yeah. well, Campbell will see this one day soon. He'll love it.
0: Absolutely. And you know, Animal, I just remember like how they brought Animal back in. Cause mm-hmm. I was thinking like, "Oh, we haven't seen Animal. Where's Animal?" And then they bring him in and the anger management group. <laughs> <laughs> like drum,
1: drum, <laughs> drum.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's good stuff. That is great. And, of course, so if you're doing the math, that leaves one film on my list and one film's on Jen's list. And the list, the one on my film, is got to be the Muppet movie, the original, 1979. And I have, I guess I have a little more more sentimental invested, sentimentality invested than you do in this one. Because, again, the first movie I ever saw, my first introduction to the movies, um, Rainbow Connection. It's a song that just... It it means so much to me on various levels. It's I'm not like it's one of my favorite songs of all time. It's just it's one of the songs that transcends a list of favorite songs. It just is, um, you know, having these these characters that I, had, I mean, I guess I had, I had seen these in the Muppet Show, so I kind of were familiar with the characters, but it wasn't until the Muppet movie when I fully understood what I was watching. Um, having Doc Hopper the uh, Charles Durning great villain wanting to separate wanting to create the restaurant the Frog Frogleg Restaurant, the Frog Frogleg
0: um, Restaurant. Yeah, Progress
1: restaurant. Austin Pendleton was kind of the the bad guy who turned good, uh, and he's a name that you may not know, but you would know his face. He's been in so many things through the years, and, and identify him with 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 this. Um, mm-hmm. With you had the original run of Muppet Performers: Jim Henson as Kermit, Rolf, Dr. Teeth, Walter, Frank Oz, uh, Jerry Nelson, mm-hmm. the original Floyd, uh, Robin, Lou Zealand, Dave Goles as Gonzo, Carol Spinney as Big Bird. Big Bird was in this. Um, tons of cameos. Everybody from Donzel Louise to Paul. Williams Mm -hmm. um who who wrote Rainbow Connection Steve Martin in a great great cameo where he's on this date with uh with Piggy and Kermit and Kermit's ordering a bottle of the bubbly you know and so Steve like opens it and they're like he's trying to he sniffs it and he almost pukes and he's like shall I pour it for you and just it's (laughs) such great comedy um you know (laughs) that scene at the end where they they got him dead to rights and all of a sudden uh Gonzo is taking the pills, so he's massive. He takes the, the jumbo pills that Beaker and Bunsen are, are are doing. and It's so great. It's such a great, great movie. A movie. Not only of its, it's time, but movie. also it is a – as a movie lover, and this is going to go way in the weeds here, probably more than anybody's thought about this in a long yeah. time, but it's, an, it's a nod to old Hollywood because the cameos in this – are just are incredible. And if you're a fan of old Hollywood, mm-hmm. you've got your Ed- Edgar Bergman and your Mel Brooks and your Cloris Leachman and your Milton Berle. And for some of these actors,
0: Love I don't Cloris know that Leachman. they were...
1: I don't <laughs> know that they were much bigger than they were at this time. Milton Berle? Nobody talks about Milton Berle. Maybe this was one of his last great draws, was It was a cameo in this movie. Um, yeah. And, of course, the ending where the, where the roof breaks and the rainbow comes through as they're all yeah. singing. It just it's so... It's, so it's a great. good one. Yeah, it it's is. It's a good, it is one. good one. That said, tomorrow. I to
0: rewatch that.
1: Tomorrow, Great Muppet Caber might be my favorite Muppet movie. I don't know. <laughs> so, it's
0: fair. But yeah, you need like, to. Like, re- now I just want to go to back and rewatch it. all like, of it.
1: You and Brady should pull this it's up and so rewatch wild. it. Because I'd love to get his take on the Muppets, too. Just kind of like, he, I'm sure he would tell oh, you stories and loves- watch the Muppets. I'm
0: sure he loves them too. If you're watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. this, yep. is, this is his photo. This oh, is wow. This is his photo from. Right. Yeah. Which I have. The Muppets Live on Stage. Yeah. Yeah, Muppets Live on Stage. That's awesome. So, yeah. You're there. Awesome. You like The Muppets. So So, uh, your
1: your favorite obviously has to be...
0: The Muppet Christmas
1: Carol. Of course. Which
0: I know was not during the classic age of The Muppets. Well, again,
1: this is a movie, and I'm not going to tell you it's a bad movie. This is a movie that wasn't my favorite. It's a good
0: movie. But, you know, you love it,
1: and so that's awesome.
0: Right. But so, and I grew up watching this, which was always like a staple, like watching Mickey's Christmas Carol and Muppet Christmas Carol after, of course, it came on. because What was it, 1992? Was it 92? did we say? Yeah, it was, I mm-hmm. it was early '90s. It was early '90s. So I thought Michael Caine in this—he's still my favorite Scrooge. Michael Caine wow. is hands down my favorite Scrooge. It, uh, aside from the whole Bill Murray Scrooge thing, that doesn't count course, because that's course. a different. So that's not real. Well, question.
1: he's not Scrooge in that one anyway. Uh,
0: correct. Well, that's true, but mm-hmm. still, he's the idea of the Scrooge. Um, I love Sir Michael Caine in this. I think he interacts beautifully with the Muppets. Mm-hmm. If we were talking about like how the humans interact with the Muppets. I love Sattler and Waldorf as the ghosts. <laughs> as Marley. <laughs> right. It to be just one Marley, but we're Marley and Marley.
1: <laughs> see, I'm not familiar with the, familiar with the music because I haven't seen that oh, in so long.
0: Listen, there are it's so quotable. It's so quotable. And like Tiny Tim, who's one of like, you know, occasionally you see Piggy and Kermit's like kids mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's like right. little pigs and little. <laughs> the kids, the kids. It was. It was. Wasn't Robin
1: said, playing Tiny Tim? Yeah, Robin was playing Tiny Tim. Robin, his, yeah, his yeah. nephew.
0: Yeah, yeah. Robin, the nephew. But it just like they make him and Tiny Tim, who did not die. That's you know like Gonzo. <laughs> he's called, he's the jelly beans and Rizzo the rat. <laughs> Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. I mean, ah. I quote this movie so many times, and so does Brady. Like that's I so funny. It's so funny. Fezziwig. Be having fuzzy wigs. I mean, mm-hmm. Sam the Eagle as the british <laughs> It is the American way. <laughs> it is the British way.
1: <laughs> that is so, <laughs> so great. So
0: many gems. I love it. So many gems in the movie. So the only thing, that, and even Bean Bunny makes an appearance in that one.
1: So I love that. I love it. I I, I go back to. um I mean, none of the Muppet movies to me are bad. There's just ones that I like more than others. Yeah. And I think it's more Muppet performers than anything else. I'm a, I am have a fondness sure. for Hanson as Kermit. And it's one of those of things course. I'll have to get over because obviously – Henson is never doing Kermit again. Um, Steve Sorry. Whitmire actually did Kermit in this one, and he actually also did uh, Rizzo, uh, Beaker, Bean, and Miss Piggy. Mm. No, uh, Frank Oz did Miss Piggy. So this is still some of the original performers. Um, a lot of them are, are, are newer now when you hear the, the, the voices and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah. this was the first one released, I think, after Jim Henson's death. And I think this is one that, like, yeah. I don't know. that the, I think they were working on it while, while he died, but at the same time... You know, anyway, it's got a good Rotten Tomato score. It's like 76% on it. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, looking at the list, I think Muppets from Space is the least popular. It's 63%. The Muppet movie yeah. is 88%, and The Muppets from 2011 is 95%, if that tells you anything. Oh, about, wow. Thing. So, yeah. Wow. So, so, any final thoughts on The Muppets? Um, Any, any, any. Th- let's say, okay, so Josh calls you up and says, hey, Jen, you know we love Upon a Star. We're taking your words, we're taking your advice. What do we need to do with the Muppets? Give me like one thing I need to do with the Muppets. I need to put in production like right now.
0: Um, gosh, one thing with the Muppets that they have to put, pr- like to put in pr- production today. Or whatever, just
1: one thing with the Muppets, just to, to, to sign the paperwork today or tomorrow bring, and get it going.
0: Bring back the Muppets show. Bring back the Muppets show.
1: That would be cool. Like you I mean, mean in the parks have, or like, the, sh- the the television show?
0: I feel like you could do both, like bring back the television show because mm-hmm. then you could pull the IP into like Hollywood Studios, right. like where the American Idol adventure right. was or right. whatever, whatever that, you know. But bring it back because that, that was show was so popular in the 70s. I feel like you could recreate it now and like you could keep, you know, like – right. Uh, like well, I think
1: – tr- well, they've tried this a couple of times and it's kind of but been a disaster. Tried, they tried to but do they the Muppets – it- and not do the Muppets if it makes any sense. Um
0: They did. And I remember that and it wasn't good because they no. tried they made them like cynical and not yep.
1: Yeah. It, there were... it has
0: to be like the Muppets show.
1: Yeah, and so there's okay, so there's there's four shows. There's The Muppets Tonight, which was in the uh, mid nineties, lasted two years on ABC. There was the Muppets TV, which lasted like two months. Um I don't even know where you could fi- where you could find that. There was the Muppets from twenty fifteen to twenty sixteen. And that was the one where again, you're right, they tried to put them not only modern day, but also they were they were adult Muppets. Yeah. It's like the premise was they were this talk show, and so you were seeing behind the scenes of the talk show, and it yeah. wasn't good.
0: It, it wasn't took, good. Like
1: it took everything away from the, you wanted from the Muppets. And just yeah. I don't want to see cynical. I want to see Seinfeld being cynical. I don't want to see the Muppets being cynical like that. Correct. Um. And then Correct. they did the Muppets now on Disney Plus, which I haven't seen any yeah. of honestly. And they've got one coming up I called the Muppets Mayhem. Either. So they've tried so. to do a, a variety of things, yeah. and some just haven't worked. Uh, I agree. Put the Muppets back in the park. I, I think you do. Honestly, I think you start small with. The Muppets like you did with, yeah. with the Liberty Square. The Muppets, great Muppets moments in history with the Muppets. I feel like you mm-hmm. could do that in two weeks. Like you could get that going yeah. again easy. I feel like that's your first step. See how yeah. popular it is. Put it in a place where people can have some shade. So obviously mm-hmm. don't put it in Toy Story Land. Um, put it somewhere where people can see it. And, you know, yeah. maybe American Adventure. Do that in Epcot around the side of the pavilion where, you know, outside of the Regal Eagle, which if Sam the Eagle is your your mascot, or make it a dinner show for regal eagle make it like cosmic rays where you go in there and you eat and you can every every 30 minutes or on the hour or top of the hour whatever they do shows in there and so that way no matter when you're coming in during before during right after your meal you'll have the chance to see the muppets and do like four or five different 10 minute segments or whatever Mm. be great it'll be fantastic so very cool that's the muppet show
0: (sighs) so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side rainbows all
1: right jen so where can we find you online to follow all your great adventures
0: Um, at upon a star jen and then my personal instagram is at jen underscore Novotny. don't forget also follow upon a star travel absolutely
1: yes uh our girl meredith is doing phenomenal things on tiktok with upon a star Uh, upon a star it's they're so fun they're so simple like 10 and 20 second little clips but they're so great they're so cute Um, upon a star on instagram that's you find find the reels and stuff like that as well also follow me at the magic on a dollar on instagram follow me magic on a dollar facebook uh you can follow me um facebook magic on a dollar and disney on a dollar and of course i'm all the user type places as well as the mse podcast at gmail.com that's our email address yeah. uh at.com is uh, uh is our website follow us on twitter and facebook and all the fun type places as well so we have gone way long today which is awesome but um but it's been a fun conversation jen this has been
0: great yeah this has been
1: great uh so until it's next good. week everybody have a wonderful weekend go Jen, go watch the Muppet movie that's your assignment this weekend go watch All the right. Muppet movie uh, take two hours stop working and just sit in front of the couch and watch it or the Muppet with most wanted make it a double feature that's fine do that too uh, I might take in a Muppet movie myself until then don't forget to thank your Phoenicians meep 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 someday we'll find
0: it the rainbow connection the lovers the dreamers and me the- Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true. Beep, beep. (laughs) NOOOOO <laughs> I've got my computer. I can do it. I'll play the piano. And I've got blue
1: hair. Is everything alright in here?
0: Yes, honey. Yes,